Hi, I'm Steve Mitchell, and I'd like you to join me on my journey of self-improvement. The first improvement being putting myself out there with this podcast and getting rid of the fear I have of doing that. So let's go. The brilliant comparative mythologist Joseph Campbell wrote that every story, movie, legend, novel, religion has the same journey structure. I'm paraphrasing here, but number one, you're in your normal place. Number two, you get a call to action to do something, which means you'll face obstacles. Number three, you come back from your journey and you share your story. Joseph Campbell called it the hero's journey. I think I've probably answered that call to action maybe three times in my life before I knew anything about Joseph Campbell. I'm still on that journey and that is what this podcast is about. As I haven't come back yet, I think of this more as podcasts from my travels. I should probably add some context here and I'm going to start with a story I heard from a must-watch film called Finding Joe. The film starts with the story of the Golden Buddha Temple in Thailand. A very long time ago, this temple in a monastery somewhere in Thailand was revered by the monks and local villagers alike. One day, the village got word that they were going to be attacked and the monks took action to protect their Golden Buddha by covering it in clay so it looked like it was made of stone and therefore unremarkable. The attack happened, and the village and temple were taken over, with the aggressors unaware that they had a giant golden Buddha looking down on them. Time went by, the monks and villagers moved on, and the gold underneath the clay was forgotten. Decades later, the village wanted to move location and take the Buddha with them. When moving it, though, a piece of clay covering the hand fell off, and they saw something golden and shiny glaring back at them. They then spent years slowly chipping away at the clay to reveal the golden splendour of the Buddha. So what's this got to do with me? The story is a metaphor. Everyone, no matter who they are, is born golden, shiny and untarnished. We all go through life being told, if you're a girl, you must act one way. If you're a boy, another. If you're black, white, rich, poor, gay, straight, trans, whatever you are or grow to be, there are a set of unwritten rules as to how you should act or behave or what you should or shouldn't do. Those things are the clay that cover our shine. Now sooner or later something will happen, a major event, divorce, losing a job, ending a relationship or something more minor like a misunderstanding that made you look foolish that makes a piece of that clay fall off and you see your shine. Everything under that clay is what you're capable of being when unrestricted by clay At which point, we have a choice. Do we put the clay back on, or do we chip away so we're golden? I didn't know this then, but as I've said before, there have been at least three moments in my life where I have started chipping away at the clay, and they have all led me to this podcast. So let me explain. Firstly, some years ago, I was unfortunate enough to be bedridden for three to four months due to a medical condition. I spent my time in bed with a computer, learning simple coding, Photoshop, visual effects and other digital creative programs and processes. When I became better, two calls were made. One, this can never happen again, I have to keep myself fit, so I started CrossFit. This led to gymnastics, which led to meeting an awesome coach, Callum Keane, from Mindful Strength and Conditioning, who introduced me to Stoicism. Number two, I went back to my job in the civil service and it became very apparent this was not for me. A bureaucratic, 
who you know culture. The role I was in was to decrease costs to make it more streamlined, which in turn meant I was probably the enemy trying to get rid of jobs. I hated it. A chance for voluntary redundancy came up and I took it. I left with no job to go to and no idea what I was going to do. These were two journeys that led me to being a much better me. With the first, I got good at calisthenics. I reduced hospital visits, so I only need them every six months on the, on the phone. And my mobility is better than it's ever been. But I had to work hard and be consistent to get to that point. Within two months of leaving the civil service, and only two interviews later, I'd secured a job as a content producer for a mobile app company called Makodo. I created a CV website to show my skills, some of which I over-egged, which led to, I thought, a terrible interview, and I have been able to work to a point where I am now content management lead for the company, which leads me nicely to the third call to action. During my time working at Makodo, I felt I had no prospects of career progression and raised this concern. Of course, it wasn't true, but I was seeing other people who joined after me promoted and couldn't understand why I wasn't being I made a fuss and was offered the role of an innovation lead, which I pretty much sucked at. In retrospect, I said yes to this for the status, rather than it being my passion. So a year or so of pandemic went by, and an email was sent to all employees, telling us the person on my team who started after me had been promoted to a senior position. And I hit the roof. There weren't enough toys in my pram to throw out. I wasn't aware this was going on. I felt overlooked. And I went, as they say in the UK, apeshit. Turned out there was a reason for this seniority, and although the email was probably sent at the wrong time and the team should have been spoken to first, I had jumped the gun and behaved like a child for no reason. Incidentally, the other end of this story is that I had shown a passion for the content management system we were working on and was going to be made content lead for the company. If only I'd been calmer, it would have made accepting that position a little less cringe-inducing. As you can imagine, this made me think very hard about how I react, and that was my third call to action. As a side note to that story, and I'll go over this in a later podcast, the reason I wasn't moving anywhere in the company was 100% my issue. I wasn't doing badly, I had good reviews, but I wasn't excelling either. I wasn't showing up as someone that deserved the extra work or responsibility. It wasn't until I started excelling that the role was offered. So there we are. Three events that have all led to pieces of my clay falling off. One, meeting Callum and being introduced to stoicism, as well as being fitter. Leaving a career, starting a new one. Recognising that how I react is detrimental to not only me, but everyone around me. So... I started a quest to be better. I wanted to excel. I wanted to be calmer, to be able to face issues with a calm demeanour, not angrily or reactive. Reading about Stoicism, and specifically the Daily Stoic, led me to an app called Optimize. It's an app curated bites of self-help books and insights from the CEO of the company, the amazing Brian Johnson, who I've had the honour of being personally coached by, albeit for 10 minutes on a Zoom call. These self-help books give you tools designed to make you act as the best version of yourself in any given situation. 
The app is now free and I would urge anyone to grab it and have a look through if anything in this podcast is resonating. The reason the app is free is that Brian has now created a new company, Heroic Public Benefit Corporation. His goal is for each individual to express the best version of themselves and to help create a world in which 51% of the world's population is flourishing by the year 2051, starting with you, us, today. Brian and Heroic have designed an app called Heroic, which takes the tools in Optimize and categorizes them into virtues. You then create a protocol for three pillars of life, energy, work, and love, and add targets to hit every day by using those tools, making you the best version of yourself. I'm deliberately paraphrasing here as I'm not yet in a position to coach this, but it is important to this story. If you want more information or it sounds interesting to you, visit heroic.us. Looking back on what I've said, I realise I sound like a salesman, but what you're hearing is passion. What little time I've spent studying with Optimize and Heroic has had a profound effect on me, and people have noticed. The MD of Makoto, Stuart Godfrey, in fact, approached me at a team build a few weeks ago and asked, I understand you're no longer angry. I gave a bit of a flippant response about chilling the fuck out, but something is happening which has created a conversation which to me is a good sign. Something else I need to work on, of course, is not being flippant about this. It's a big deal changing yourself, and that's partly why I'm doing this podcast. It takes a lot to face yourself and say you're being ridiculous. Everything that's happening is your issue, no one else's. And then pick yourself up and take action. I can be very proud of that. Quick PS to anyone listening that knows me, it doesn't mean I won't flip my lid again. I'm a work in progress. So one more step in my journey I have now signed up for, and I'm on week five of, is the Heroic Coaching course, where I, whereby I prove my own mastery and will then have the skills to coach other people through their own journey. That's a way off yet, but what I can do is document my journey, talk about what tools I've learned and how it's helped me, and to that end, a quick something for you to mull over. Till next time. There's a story of Viktor Frankl, who was a leading psychotherapist before he was subjected to the horrors of Auschwitz, amongst other camps. On being liberated, he wrote a book, Man's Search for Meaning. It's a great book. Give it a read. But I want to talk about one of the main points I took away from the book, and that is that we all have the freedom to choose our own response to any given situation. The quote from Viktor Frankl is, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And added to that a second quote, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Imagine if I'd used that piece of wisdom in the situation at work. What if I'd seen the email and hit pause on myself? I'd have still had the reaction I eventually bulldozed in with in my head, but I'd also had time to choose a different path, to breathe and really think about the best way to approach it. It sounds like this process takes a long time, but it can be surprisingly quick if you can calm yourself from your initial reaction. I could have calmly spoken to my manager, highlighted to him that the team had no idea about this, and perhaps the email was premature. 
I could have let it go completely, said congratulations and moved on. There were a lot of reactions I could have chosen, but I chose the first one and it was not pretty. So I'm now establishing the habit of choosing that space between a given situation and how I respond. Anyone who's been on the London Underground will have heard the persistent announcement, mind the gap, and that's how I remember to do it. There's a thundering great train of stimulus incoming. I can either fall on the tracks or mind the gap and get on patiently and calmly. So next time you get a stimulus that you don't like, or one that you do, just pause for a sec, take a breath, and mind the gap. So there we are with episode one. Lots of me talking, but my hope is I can get some people on to chat that I've met along my journey and hear their experiences. But the main thing is that I come back from my journey with a story. There's likely to be a gap between this episode and the next as I want to gather some feedback before writing the next one. So if you enjoyed it or are at least curious, subscribe and when it's ready, you'll be notified. If any of this resonated, get yourself the Optimized by Heroic app and start your own journey. Finally, big gratitude to everyone mentioned in this podcast and everyone listening to Steve, Mabel and my family. Big love.